Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the Well With Friends podcast. I had a pretty good day today. Uh, do you want to know why? Sure. I begged my sister to FaceTime me when she got to certain parts of the fourth wing book, fourth wing book, and she got to those parts today. Pretty much, it's essentially the last hundred pages. <laughs> And so while I was at work, I just um, grabbed one of the like meeting rooms. We have plenty of them at my job. And she sat like while I was organizing a bunch of file stuff that I'm working on currently, she FaceTimed me and she was reading on her end. And then that way, every time she had a reaction or something, she could share it in real time. And it was like experiencing the book all over again. I cried. We laughed. It was so fun. And now we are planning on the week that the second book releases. It's coming in November. We're planning on going. Um, we have a loose plan to, because we, we're, we pre-ordered it, that we're going to meet halfway between where she lives and where I live. And we're going to rent an Airbnb for the weekend and just sit and read together to read the second book together. <laughs> really? And I'm so pumped. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have like cocktails and charcuterie boards and just have like a reading weekend. Like we'll, we'll do nothing but read and eat and it'll be wonderful. Is this what it's like to have a sister? And I'm so excited. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if you like your sister, maybe. <laughs> um, but it was so fun. Um, I mean, did you have anything exciting today? Nope, absolutely not. Nope, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um, okay, well, um, let's do this episode. Um, let's recap it and then talk about it. All right, so this week we watched Season 7, Episode 5, titled The One with the Engagement Picture, which aired on November 2nd of 2000. Teleplay by Patty Lynn, story by Earl Davis, directed by Gary Halverson, unphotogenic Chandler can't get a good photo taken with Monica, and Rachel plans to get closer to her hunky assistant by encouraging him to hang out with Joey, but the plan sours when he picks up on Joey's moves. Awesome. Okay, so soft open of this episode. Um, Chandler comes into the apartment and is annoyed because someone on the subway licked his neck. Um, which sounds like your worst nightmare, Llewellyn. Yeah. Like, I know you love New York, but I wonder if you'd be like, is it worth it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's set the picture. You've been living there for a while, a couple of years. You're like living the dream, everything you love. But by now it's no longer the romance. Like you're not seeing it with the romantic rose colored glasses anymore. You're living in it. You're ready to go. And then one day someone on the subway licks your neck. At that moment, would you be like, is it worth it to stay? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, And also, Chandy looks so good here. This is his color. Yes, I wrote down Um, the same thing. Like, the whole outfit was just on point. So good. Yeah, it really complemented all of his features. Uh, at the same time, the ladies are trying to find a good picture of the couple since the mom wants to run the announcement in the paper. Wow. Like, wedding announcements in a paper yeah, just seems dated them. An- another lifetime ago. 
I wonder if that still happens in small towns. Probably. Where everybody knows each other. There's a local paper. You know, things like that. If, if any of our friends out there lives in a small town and your community still does engagement announcements in their local paper, hit us up and let us know. Because this, to me, seems on. It, it seems like a lifetime ago that this would no longer happen. But I, I have in the back of my mind, surely somewhere still does that. Um, now, Chandler says... It's impossible. They're not going to find a good picture because he can't take a good photo. And Phoebe suggests a uh, professional photographer. And it sort of reminds me of the J.C. Penney's. Um, for those of you who do not live in America and do not have a J.C. Penney's, J.C. Penney's is like a big department store. Um, I don't even know if they have J.C. Penney's anymore. I feel like they went bankrupt a while ago. I think they did. Is that accurate? Does that sound right? Um, but it reminds me of J.C. Penney's where you'd go in and there was a photography department and you would schedule yourself and your family to go in and take annual photos. And they were always themed. Sometimes there were props. All of my family photos growing up were at JCPenney's. And part of that was because for a season, my mom worked in that department. So I'm sure she could get like the photos for free. Um, but all of my photos of like me and my siblings growing up, you can gauge us every year. We got a new family photo where it was my brother, me, my and my two younger sisters. And as we grew up, every year was like a, a new photo. And you can watch us age through these like crazy themed backgrounds. I mean, and like life-size crayons and Lion King. And we always matched. And it's, it's wonderful. Um, if I remember, maybe I'll post something on Instagram in our stories um, to, like, show you guys what I'm talking about because it's hilarious. Did you guys ever do that with your family photos? Were you, uh, like, an annual grab a photographer, go to JCPenney's? Um, we didn't do it every year, but we do have okay. a number of photos that are – and I don't know if it was JCPenney. It probably was. Um Sure. But like a number of photos growing up of the family like that. There's a lot more before I was born. Um, by the time they had the fourth okay. kid, they were like, maybe not anymore. So there's a lot <laughs> like of we're photos. We're not doing this anymore. You're like, thanks, guys. <laughs> there's a lot of photos of like my brothers with my parents. Um, and then there's okay. a couple with me. But then they turn into like single shots. So like just the kid. Oh, so yeah. Just me. I've got a ton okay. of like me and like cute little like Easter style dresses and like bonnets. And I'm like, this is not who I am, but okay. Oh my gosh. Will you send me like a couple of pictures like that? Do you have them like available to where you can take like a, a picture of the pictures? I might, I might have to dig, but I can try to look. It'd be cute to have like one or two and we can throw both of them up there just so that people know what little Leanne and Llewellyn look like. I think that's so funny. Um, okay, so we get into the main part of the episode and we start off in the cafe. Oh, wait, before you go on. The guys get... There was oh, uh, yeah. In the pictures that they were looking at, there was actually a still from the episode, the one yes. with Ross's wedding. Ah, very nice. Okay, I wonder where it came from because it looked like a professional still Yeah, from an episode. I figured you might have that data. Good catch. Um, okay, the guys get back from B-Ball. Uh, where they didn't play, apparently. <laughs> and Phoebe is flirting with Rory's dad from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> so obviously he is, 
you know, a extra, not an extra, but a guest feature in this episode. And I laugh every time I see him because I was like, oh my gosh, I forget that this is Rory's dad. Not forget that he is, but that he features in the show. Um, so the guys are kind of ragging on the guy because he hums when he pees, but Phoebe is like going out with him. She doesn't really care. He, we find out he's getting a divorce and Phoebe seems to think that Ross might know him because of that, <laughs> as if there's some sort of like divorcee club. Um, and we are right back to ragging on Ross, which it's been a couple of episodes and I've missed it a little bit. Uh, Rachel has to wonder if it's such a good idea to go out with a guy going through a divorce. Um, which is a pretty solid question. Yeah. You're not even divorced yet, and yet you're dating a guy in the middle of a divorce. Um, seems super messy, so I really appreciate Rachel like being the friend here and being a devil's advocate to say, hey, just want to throw out a red flag just to maybe have you consider a little bit longer. Um, Rachel has to get back from her lunch break. Phoebe says, you've only been here. You have another half hour. And she says, yeah, but Tag likes to do sit-ups on his lunch break. <laughs> so she's going to go watch her, her assistant do some, yeah, priorities, do some sit-ups. And then she says, I could just spread him on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was such a funny, such a funny line. Now... The girls, once again, talk about Rachel not acting on it. And Phoebe wants to know if he can date someone else. Um, when, obviously, like, we know that Rachel's not really keen for that. And then at this point, to end this scene, Ross considers what an actual club for divorced people might look like as kind of the musings that leave us from the scene. Now, we follow Rachel back into work, and she has missed his lunch sit-ups and she needs copies of something. So she sends him off and starts to smell his stuff and so look around creepy. his desk. So creepy. Come on, Rachel. And someone comes up in the middle of this and wants to ask tag out. So they're talking to Rachel about it. And at this point, Rachel's scrambling a little bit because she's, she's got his stuff in her hands. So she kind of throws the bag over her shoulder to kind of maybe hopefully pretend that it's hers. And Rachel makes some excuse for him as she clearly doesn't want anyone to have him if she can't. And the girls call her, uh, the girl calls her out on having tags bag. And Rachel very quickly turns on her and makes her leave um, because she's caught red handed. Essentially. She got called out. The, the girl was tr right. And um, so yeah, so we, we meet up with Monica and Chandler. They're getting their photo taken. I have really short info on these scenes because they're kind of self-explanatory, but yeah. they're getting their photos done, and Monica is a natural. I mean, she's gorgeous. While Chandler is just struggling, they try some things, but it doesn't work, and that's essentially all I wrote. Yeah, there's nothing. Do you have anything like... Nothing exciting. Okay, yeah. there's. It's just, it is what it is, sort of, in those scenes. Now, back at work, Joey comes to visit. Um, he's auditioning nearby and has spilled some sauce on his shirt and asks her for a shirt that he can wear. And she has got some samples for him to have from Ralph Lauren. And I thought, for Joey, that's actually really 
well thought through that Rachel works for Ralph Lauren. Surely there would be some samples or things hanging around that he could pull from. I was like, that was actually really a lot of foresight, I think, on his part. And he maximizes on that. And while he's changing and getting himself sorted, Rachel asks if, if Joey will take Tag out on her dime. She wants him, one, to have plans because the girl was going to ask. <laughs> so she kind of needs something to actually fall like fall into his lap so that her lie is real. Um, I, I felt like that was the only underhanded part of that. Do you think there was another motive for that? I don't think because, so. Because, like, she's not going. No, okay. I think she just it's wants just to, to keep make It's just to make her lie valid. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and he agrees and then also finds that she's got, I guess, just open donuts near her door on, like, a little bar cart. So he grabs one and spills jelly donut all over his shirt. What's your favorite type of donut? Um, I'm weird, and I just, honestly, I just like simple not glazed donuts like i'm not there's nothing okay so like nothing against glazed but like if you like you know the donuts you get at like like an apples like a a cider mill or whatever like the cinnamon yes yes those types like i love those basic i don't like all the extra stuff on top i can go for a good like uh what are they like vanilla cream stuffed ones but i don't eat dairy anymore Mm -hmm. so i don't choose those often um but i don't like all the frills I just like basic. Okay. I, growing up, jelly donuts were my favorite. I loved them so much. And I think it's because I like fruit desserts. And I'm also not a huge donut fan. I don't like desserts that are bready, that are just bread. So I need the jelly filled or the bunch of toppings to sort of even out the amount of bread. That's why I love mini donuts that focus on toppings because the toppings are equivalent to the amount of bread underneath. And so it sort of evens it out in my brain, but I have a hard time with very bread heavy desserts. They're just not my thing. Um, But I was just curious because when I saw that jelly donut, I remember getting made fun of sort of that jelly donuts were my favorite. And I I was like, well, yeah, they're my favorite. They're so good. So, anyways. That's, um, that's interesting. Okay. An- yeah. So, another scene at the photography place. Um, once again, Monica is still trying to get Chandler to smile naturally, but it's the same face. And what's so sad is Chandler, when he's laughing and not thinking about it, so cute. Such a great smile. Very attentive to Monica. Looks adorable. Yeah. But then as soon as he turns his face, it's, it's game over for him. I just love how, like, it- encouraging Monica was here. Yes. You know, until she was Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the guy getting a little frustrated with him, too, in this part of the scene? Yeah, he was. He trying was. to help a little? Yeah. Yeah, so we leave them there and end up in the cafe. Ross and the group of them are going through the photos that they got from the photography place, but they aren't all bad, but... They start talking about his bedroom eyes, and Chandler, once Monica points out which photo she's talking about, Chandler is now very self-conscious about those bedroom eyes, because he thinks to himself, if those are, that's, those are my bedroom eyes, 
I couldn't imagine like being called out and being like, oh God, like that's what I look like. <laughs> and so he's having to like face that reality. Uh, Phoebe comes in with her date and they are having such a good time. He invites her to a ballroom dancing class, but then sees the ex-wife outside of the cafe. So Phoebe asks Ross to divert her attention and he agrees to do it so that uh, she doesn't come in and, you know, cross paths with the guy. So he leaves. Um, we we catch up with him later. He's in his apartment, and Phoebe lets herself in, and I think she's there to thank him for doing that, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but then as she goes to leave, Whitney is coming over to have breakfast. He is legit going on a date with this girl, and they like each other. And... <laughs> They close her outside of the door because they're trying to have this conversation privately. And Phoebe tells some really bad stuff about her that Kyle, the guy's name, told her. But Ross isn't quite warned off enough. Of He says, of course, the ex is going to say bad things about the ex. It's kind of what happens. You only argue your side. You're not going to take someone else's side because you need to feel justified in your own feelings. So, of course, you're going to share the one-sided element. And while they're doing this, the door isn't soundproof. So Whitney is hearing everything. And at the end of the scene, calls them out um, by telling them, this is this is not a soundproof door. I can hear you. <laughs> I would be so embarrassed to be sharing some of the things I'm sharing, especially from Phoebe. Now, Ross was great because he kind of stood up for her. Of course, the ex is going to say some bad things. Like, I'm not worried about this. But Phoebe, I would feel mortified if someone heard me saying stuff like oh, that. Oh, same. Yeah. So we go back to Rachel's work in this scene. And Tag comes in uh, to work. And Rachel asks about the night with Joey. But Joey took Tag to a bar to hook up with all of these women. And... He says that they, some of them were kind of old. And then when she says, how old? He says, I don't know, like 30, which uh, <laughs> is practically almost, Rachel, I literally, almost Rachel's age. I literally yelled. Cringe. I was like, 30 is not old, Tag. It's not, it's not old. But all of our 17-year-old listeners are probably like, you guys are old. <laughs> so obviously, Rachel is not happy about that answer. And he mentions he got like 20 numbers because Joey taught him some stuff. And then a person comes by and he pulls the, how you doing? And Rachel knows. At that point, as soon as he said, Joey taught me some stuff. And then he says, how you doing? She knows what happened. She knows exactly what happened. Yeah. So we go over to Joey's house. At this point, Chandler is practicing his smile with Joey. Apparently he can't help it. So Joey tries to give him some tips. And this is when Rachel walks in. Um to talk with Joey about tag and sort of the like talking about how he got him to be all Joey like. Um, so now obviously Rachel doesn't want him to go out with tag anymore, but Joey wants him to hang out yeah. and he's slandering Chandler sort of throughout this whole exchange. <laughs> and Chandler is just, he's right there. He yeah. can hear everything, but Joey just like keeps going about his like friend and Rachel tries to reason with Joey and wants him to share how shallow it is to sleep around. So Joey takes it a little bit to heart. So we go with Joey into the cafe wait, where wait, he's going to meet wait. up with before Tag. You, before you jump oh, out ahead. of Joey's, the magnet okay, doodle okay. is 
a surfer surfing some waves. And um, I don't know if you notice this, but like Chandler and Ross are wearing almost identical outfits. Like they have like the same colored, like dark green shirt um, and then like a black oh. and green striped tie, except I think the stripes are like opposite on each tie, but it's just funny because they were wearing almost identical outfits in the same episode. Wow, I did not catch that. Good catch. I should have known. They were right there. Dang. Um. Okay, so we were in the cafe. Tag and Joey are meeting up, and he gets shirts from Tag from Rachel, and we can tell that it was sort of a payment for Joey to talk to him about how shallow it is to sleep with all these women. So as soon as he has the shirts in hand, he then starts to share with Tag that there is such thing as too many women. And as Tag says, really? Joey says, well, for you. (laughs) So we know this conversation isn't going to go that well, but that's how we sort of leave it. Um, So in this last sort of photography scene um they are ready to take photos again and this time joey gave chandler an antihistamine and now he is relaxed and ready to take more photos but he's also falling asleep on them and they're still really bad i feel like that was one strong so it, like antihistamine like i don't feel like they're usually now excuse my ignorance that strong i don't know what an antihistamine is <laughs> I think it's like an allergy med, what? like a Benadryl. Oh, is it? Yeah, okay. I mean, it depends on what I have kind, but... never taken one. Yeah, it's like Benadryl. Okay, I don't. Okay, I don't think I've ever taken one of those pills. So anytime someone says antihistamine, I try and figure it out by context. And then when he given it, I didn't understand what I previously understood based on context in the light of this like going to a photography place. I was like, why would you need an antihistamine? So, but Benadryl to make you kind of like groggy-ish. I get that. Like to relax and loosen up a little bit. Um, I get that then. Um, okay, back in the cafe. This is where Phoebe and Ross start to battle it out over their partners in the cafe and over their partner's battles They are arguing like it's their own business. They're arguing it as if they are the couple themselves arguing their significant other's (laughs) side. And they have an all-out battle in the cafe. They they end up getting to the point where Phoebe is yelling, we want the last 14 years back. And like storms out of there and leaves. And it is a gloriously hilarious scene. I wish... I wish I wrote more about it because it's such a good scene but it really just kind of is what it is as well they're they're laying out all the grievances of their partners you know icks with their with their ex yeah um i love that and and, no go for it oh no that was it sorry go ahead um i love that phoebe ordered three cookies for herself like she sat down with her coffee and then had a plate of three cookies. I was like, "Yes, girl." Oh, did she order those cookies? <laughs> yes, girl. Wow, good for her. 
I wonder if they came in a pack of like in threes. Well, it was like an. In- I don't think they I would ever order more than cookies. one. I was like, yes, and she didn't offer to share them with Ross. She was just like starting to eat them. Go Phoebe. Okay, nice. Uh, in. Okay, so we we go back to Rachel's work. Tag explains his night with Joey. Um, once again, but Tag says that he is happier when he's in a relationship and that that life isn't for him. And he wants to get back with his ex while Rachel was thinking he was teeing up asking her out. So it's a really big blow to Rachel in that moment because he's talking about commitment and relationships and she's so excited to hear that that's where his head is at. And then he says, I think I want to get back together with my ex, which then has her getting on a fake call to kind of be able to shoo him out of her her office area and be able to close the door. She's probably a little embarrassed. Um, This is the second time he's mentioned. She's gotten to the point where she thinks she's about to have like a breakthrough with him. And then all of a sudden it doesn't go her way. I think in the last episode, it was when he said, is your friend available? And we know he was talking about Phoebe that she like, he wants to pursue her. I do think that they did a pretty poor job at developing what they really wanted to do with Tag when they brought him on because why would he have mentioned in the last episode episode wanting to pursue Phoebe and then in this episode it's now an ex. I think it's that keep them away for as long as possible while she's still pining for him type of thing. But there's no substance to make the rest of us want them to get together. So I don't think we had enough buy-in as an audience to – to really root for tag, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, now, the last scene in the main part of the episode is the cafe. Phoebe and Ross are back together again in the cafe. They resume their squabble when they both come into the cafe together. The couple, the, the exes, they come in together. Ross and Rachel, no, Ross and Phoebe are sitting on the couch, and all of a sudden the exes come in. And we find out that the couple has reconciled with each other and they are mutually dumping Ross and Phoebe. It's a mutual dumping. They're going to give it another try. Um, And then now Ross and Phoebe kind of partner up against the couple sort of to hide their own disappointments and sort of like little heartbreaks for being dumped and then once they leave because they're they're a little like mean to them i think yeah the friends reconcile and they're now on the same page yeah you know together they like band against that couple and that's the last bit of the main part so any other like facts or anything for the main part of the episode there's a few things so um One of the points when Ross and Phoebe are, like, arguing about this couple, she mentions the phrase, has she cooked your rabbit yet? And it kind of, like, comes out of nowhere, but it's actually referring to a famous scene in the 1987 movie Fatal Attraction. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Um, And then Julie Campbell, Ross's girlfriend, or the ex, and then Lisa Kudrow, uh, co-starred in Rami and Michelle's high school reunion in 1997. Oh my gosh, yes! Yep. Oh my gosh, duh. And then, as you'd mentioned, David Sutcliffe began his role as Rory's father, Christopher, on Gilmore Girls just a few months after this episode aired. 
A few months? Oh, wow. I knew it was probably pretty close, but dang. Yeah. Okay, well, in the tag, Monica comes in with a piece of paper, and the photo is really good. All the friends are commenting on it, saying, you guys look great. And that's because it's with Joey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And they and what's funny is they do look really great together. They really do. <laughs> um, if you pay attention so, to the magazine or the newspaper really closely, um, mm-hmm. you can see that like a fragment of the column is repeated at the bottom. So it's like they just oh, took like clever. a little bit and then just repeated it to make it longer. Okay, got it. It uh, that is that ha- that does have to be hard to be able yeah. to write a bunch of stuff when you know it's only going to be seen for a second. But now now that we have streaming and stuff, people can pause and see. And, man. Now, Monica verbally out loud ponders what their children would look like out loud. And Joey leans into it a little bit like, oh, yeah. And Chandler pushes back, pushes back at it. You know, obviously they're not together. It's going to be their children. Um, but it was a fun little way to to end the streak of the bad photos. So what was your favorite scene? Um, I think I'm going to give this one to Ross and Phoebe, um, which is an mm-hmm. odd combo. I don't feel like we really see that a, yes. like a ton. But just their interactions, you know, like when they were in the cafe, just like fighting for each person, um, even though like, both of them have been dating for like what maybe a couple of weeks if even that and it was i don't know i just found maybe it hilarious. days yeah <laughs> yeah it was funny in my opinion i 100 percent agree with you when they are taking the side of their significant other and battling it out as if it's their offenses to hold on to it's so funny great writing again We mention it all the time on this show, how it's one of my favorite things that writers do when they make one argument seem like one thing, but it's actually another. And it's great. So I would agree. What about episode rating? Um, Honestly, I didn't care for this episode. I'm going to give it a Marcel. Uh, It's pretty low. But um, I mean, it had its moments, but overall, I wasn't like I didn't write much. I don't. I don't know. I just didn't find it that interesting. I guess you're right. When you kind of break it down, outside of that one argument, it's like them dating other people. It's so short-lived. It lasts one episode. Chandler not being able to smile isn't that big of a storyline. And he also has such like a natural smile that I'm like, it's kind of hard to fake him being actually that bad at it. So it's not really believable. And then Joey, what was Joey's thing? With Tag. He was hanging out with Tag. Him hanging out with Tag. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Kind of anticlimactic and maybe gets him to realize something, but it doesn't actually, yeah. Honestly, you might be right. I think I think Marcel is a great score. Originally, I thought, dang, that's super low, but nothing really happens in this episode. It's underwhelming. So I agree, Marcel. Cool. Um, okay, po- post-show wrap-up. Um, I mentioned last time about Social Media Spotlight <clears throat> and not really doing anything live, but we do have a new friend. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot her name. Hold on. 
Insert Jeopardy music. This is my fault for not having it all queued up. Doey. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, we do have a new friend that I just wanted to shout out. <clears throat> Name is uh, Cheyenne. Uh, reached out and said, Llewellyn has the most relaxing voice to me for some help. Um, for context, uh, they wrote, I love your podcast. I used to fall asleep every night to watching Friends, but since having my kids, I couldn't have the TV on or it would wake them up. So now I fall asleep to your podcast every night. Thank you so much for what you do. Big fan of Phoebe and Monica. So now with that context, Llewellyn has the most relaxing voice for me um, for some awesome. reason. So thank her for helping me fall asleep. Uh, love that. Thank Sorry you. I'm so loud. Thank you for that comment, I guess. Um, I never thought about that. So, Yeah. Thanks. You do you do have like a good timbre to your voice, so it is. I I yeah. would agree with that. It's, it's low. I think I, I, think I, think I talk more and loud like louder. Yeah, I'm, I also just talk like in a lower register, so um, it actually shocks people. That's true. When they find out I'm a singer and I sing high, they're like, "No, you don't." And I was like, "Yes, I do. I actually mm. just talk low, and I don't know why." <laughs> yeah, and we did hear back from uh, Agastia, who said, um, "Remember, he compared us to Carol." And Susan. Yes. And said, me, Leanne is Carol, and Llewellyn what? is Susan. Um, and then and then they said, like, try comparing your voices to the characters and see. I think I was talking about this with my coworkers to, uh, yesterday or today. I have a really hard time objectively seeing myself. Some people can look at other people and say, oh, that person looks a lot like me. And I have never been able to do that. I couldn't tell you if someone has the same yeah, eye features. I, I can do it so well for other people. I can pull out the smallest minuteness like, thing about a person's face and say, that person has the same eyes as so-and-so and like pull it out of them. But for myself, I have a hard time objectively seeing myself. So to be able to compare like that, I don't think I can do. So Agastia... Me personally, Leanne, I'm just going to trust you. Um, if the rest of you also think that there is a comparison there, that me, Leanne, is Carol, and that Llewellyn is Susan, reach out to us and let us know if you agree. Um, yeah. Because Agastia so could be onto something. Yeah, he could be onto something, and we just like don't know it. So um, love it. Uh, I'm, that's all I'm going to keep it. Like I said, I'm going to chill out on... I'm going to more answer people in real time. And then as new things like new people come on and things like that, I'll, I'll add those as social media spotlights, but I'd rather interact in real time online, you know, than have the pressure. So, um, recommend to a friend Llewellyn. Yeah. Um, so a couple, I think I mentioned a little while ago, I don't even know how long ago it was now, um, that I started going to, the gym more regularly and I got a personal trainer I think I recommended that um which I still do now that I'm a little farther in um but a part of that is you know just trying to eat better and I've always enjoyed eating like smoothies or like shakes those types of things but I've never really like invested in a blender that does them well if that makes sense um mm. like I've always just gotten like the cheap ones that are you know like kind of on the go that you can store easily when you don't have a lot of space and you just don't spend a lot of money um mm -hmm. but so i had one when i first moved here 
and I dug it out and I started using it because my trainer was like, you need to eat more protein and um, like gave me this protein powder and all this stuff. And I can't just take protein powder by itself. It, it just tastes too disgusting to me. So I oh, add it to no. things. Um, so anyways, I'm making this really long and it shouldn't be, but I broke my blender by dropping it one day, um, shattered it that I had and it was cheap. So I am not surprised. So I went to the store um, and I literally was just going to get the same one again because like I still had the base and I'm like, I just need a new cup basically. So I'm just going to go buy a new one um, for cheap. But then I saw they had another one on sale and I've always wanted the like big ninja one. If you guys know what the ninja blenders are out there. Um, I've always wanted that one, but like right now it doesn't make sense because I don't have space to put it. So they have a smaller version and it's called the ninja fit blender. Um, and it's essentially just like the base of the, the big, it's like a smaller version of the base. Um, and then it comes with like two travel cups and they're like, you know, really high functioning. I don't even know how to say it. Like it's, it's a really good, uh, blender part, um, attachment or whatever. And it's, you know, it's, it's easy to store. Um, I don't leave it on the counter. I put it up in my cupboard. It's so small. Um, but it's so powerful that like it blends everything so nicely. So if you're looking for like a cheaper blender option, but you still want it to be like relatively nice, the Ninja Fit Blender is a good option. I got it at Target for, I think it was actually like 20 bucks off. So it ended up only being like 45, maybe, um, something around there, maybe it was 50. Uh, but I've loved using it and I use it like almost every day now. So if you're looking for a blender, but you don't have the space on your counter for like those big giant ones, um, the Ninja Fit blender is a great option. Nice. Um, My recommend to a friend is not a tangible thing, but after I gave a recap on here about how my nephew and niece coming was, right? Did I ever do that? I don't think so. Okay, I'll give it maybe at the next monthly update or something. Um, but after they left, they've, they've already come and gone. Um, but after they left, I wanted, I've had my room the same way for quite a while. And it started to feel very stale, very boring, and just not great. So one afternoon i spent some time shuffling things around reorganizing like where my bed goes where a certain like chest i have in my room goes um i have like a big floor length like mirror um or wall length whatever it's called and i just reorganized my bedroom to what i think flow a little better freshen it up Um, got to clean and like deep clean a little while doing it but it feels so refreshing and I was able to organize my um, reading situation with my little you know uh, tablet stand and my clicker into in a different part of my room where it makes the most sense for me to be comfortable on my bed and have like a reading situation in a reading setup and I am obsessed of with how new it feels and therefore it feels very clean to me because it's a new setup so for those of you who are maybe bored with your bedrooms or your living rooms or you know just your places of residence and you don't have a ton of money to put into you know redecorating maybe give it a zhuzh by just 
going and reorganizing where the furniture sits. And sometimes that's enough to make it feel like new, feel um, more open. It tricks your mind into feeling like it's new and open. And somehow it makes me feel, it tricked me into making me feel like my room is like super clean, even though I like, I do clean it <laughs> like every week I'm swiffering or something. Um, but yeah, so for those of you who are bored, just do a little ream, a room reorg organization and uh yeah i can i can have like a fresh feel because i had to do that same thing when i bought my desk that i had mentioned in a previous episode oh yeah i had to reorganize my room because it didn't fit in the spot that i wanted it to be so i did the same thing and my room honestly feels like so much bigger and it's insane that that yes i know and like the dimensions of your room don't change just because you do that but there's something fresh about it that just inspires you again so highly recommend doing a room reorganization to a friend uh next week we are going to cover the one with the nap partners and llewellyn is going to take the old captain's hat back and lead us onward into the month of september as a reminder we are running a huge giveaway on it's through instagram it's not affiliated with instagram but it is through instagram that's our platform that we're trying to hold it at um go look at our pinned post at the top of our um grid and see what it takes for you to get yourself included we are giving away five fisher price little people friends collectors um or friends collectors little people box whatever um they're so cute adorable we're giving away five so it's more than one which means your odds are greater so invite your friends follow the rules and we can't wait to do this it it will continue to go through the month of september um so you've got some time but i'd say get in while you can yeah so we'll catch you guys next week on the one with friends podcast